Coming to you from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Quinn Spin. Hey now, and welcome once again, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, one and all, to a brand new edition of <laughs> I had at least three or four more seconds of air. <laughs> the Quinn Spin. I'm your host, The Quinn. I'm back here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, YouTube, and more for another rousing and riveting installment of the official podcast of Underground Music Collective. And I almost botched the intro, but we don't do any do-overs here at The Quinn Spin. We're a real podcast, damn it. And we're going to keep going. Anyway, you just heard Revel Nine's All I've Become. That's our opening theme song, and it's been since the great year 2014. will be until the very end of days. And I have the honor and privilege of being joined by a very exciting brother-sister duo from all the way in Australia, now based in Nashville. I have Firebird joining me. This has been a long time coming. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. We already had like a good 20-minute pre-show <laughs> where we ranted about the post office and other things uh, mm-hmm. about, you know, just our general daily lives. But <laughs> I'm excited to rant more, but also get to know y'all as artists and people. So thanks so much for coming on. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Absolutely. Whoa. Whoa. That was, <laughs> that was like, in stereo. That was like horror movie level. Like, Whoa. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Like, <laughs> yeah. Please have us back later. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads us into the three standard questions. The first one being, who are you? Which you already answered. <laughs> the twins from the, twins the, from the shining. Uh, what are your passions and why on earth would you want to come on the Quinn Spin? So take it individually. Whoever wants to go first. You can take it away. All right. Well, we're Firebird. I'm Sam Trey, and this is my sister, Breeze. Hi. That's who we are, uh, I guess. Uh, what was the second question? <laughs> what, are, what are your passions? Passions. We love... Our passions are, I guess, obviously music, since, since we're in a band. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, our you like making pasta? Our non-music... I was going to go there. Our oh, right. musical <laughs> passions are like cooking and writing, not music. Uh, painting. Painting. That's a really hard question. Talking a lot. We yes. I think one of our passions is definitely taking up all the attention in the room. (laughs) Taking up the attention in the breathing space. Without with our words that maybe they're helpful to people and most likely they're not. But that's fine. (laughs) At least we have the self awareness. It's also honestly not by choice too. We grew up in a big family, so it's like you had to like get in there. Mm -hmm. You just had to lock eyes with someone (laughs) and say what you need to say. Yeah. Yeah, and we're all we're all Italian at least partially yeah. here. Yes. So like, oh, that was yeah, another thing. Who are we? We're Italian. Yeah, yeah. So we're Italian, yeah, Italian Australians, Australians yeah. American in in America and Hungarian. And There's a lot, yeah, yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, that's. But but anybody who knows about Italians is we talk a lot and we talk yeah. with yep. our hands a lot. I talk with my hands a lot. I'm mm-hmm. only twenty five percent. Really, I'm fifty percent Irish, and okay. then there's like some English in there, some Austrian. Like I think like an eighth each of those, and then twenty five percent Italian. Hmm. Enough to change That's my last name, my real one. Uh, Ooh. But uh, yeah. So whoa, secrets. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. secrets revealed. <laughs> But we're not here to divulge my secrets. Quinn's been exposed. <laughs> Quinn's been. That, uh, that's the answer to the last question is that's why we're here to figure expose out your secrets. who really you are and expose your secrets. <laughs> who are you really? The yeah. tables have turned. <laughs> yes. I'm here to find out who you are. Little did I know. I'm we're exposing you. Well, this is, uh, all right, this has been a great run, everyone. I'm going to just uh, We're just going to do the 23 minutes pre-show. Yep, yep. Uh, you'll get that and I'm going to be on a jet to Mexico and you'll never see me again. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for coming on. No, thank you for having us. Absolutely. It's awesome. Yeah. So 
we're going to get into a lot of stuff, as you can all tell, as I'm sure we're all aware here on stage, but we're going to start from the beginning of your journeys as far back as you want to go, you know? So the people, places, experiences, of course, musical influences, artistic influences that have led you toward your creative path. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess like we've always been playing music from childhood. Yeah, you started yeah. playing I started drums. playing the drums um, because of Animal from the Muppets. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a very common... It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is very common. Yeah. Um, and then I wanted someone to sort of play with because I was just by myself. Mm-hmm. So I got him to get involved. And we also have another sister. She would get involved. So we would all just kind of like jam to our favorite songs yeah um and it just kind of went from there we actually ended up like touring around a lot like we'd play we in like accidentally schools started a family band yes accidentally um and we like had a lot of fun with it i think mm-hmm. that's probably why our parents were like you guys are having a lot of fun you're bonding you're not like fighting all the time i guess so yeah you're directing <laughs> that energy you know, yeah somewhere so we did that for like majority of our like childhood um until we all sort of finished high school and our sister wanted to do law um so then we were like left being like well we don't what do we do yeah what do we do (laughs) we don't want to be lawyers yeah (laughs) we don't want to get real jobs yeah right so we're like well we could just continue so fiber just kind of like a probably five-year sort of project um i guess influences is like like we kind of grew up listening to a lot of those like disney bands so a good mix of like Disney bands and just like you had like a lot of EDM, yeah, hip hop CDs. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are they? CDs. And um, I just need to say Disney bands was not what I was expecting. Really? Yeah. No. Well, that's because we're young. So, man, the first uh, <laughs> album I ever bought was like the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> yeah, they were my favorite band. But also, I think that was like the introduction to that kind of right, music because right. yeah. you would watch the shows and they were all in bands, and I think yeah. maybe the industry caught on as like, well, if we sell albums. Mm-hmm. like it's just kind of yeah one so, thing promotes the next promotes the next yeah 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 um so then yeah a lot of that and then whatever our parents would listen to mm. like dad's really into like um he loves like uh gary moore and uh van morrison and he well he loves elvis i think yeah, he loves elvis like every good italian that's his number one <laughs> musical love <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah but then at like we kind of ventured into our sort of own sort of listening like so at the moment we really love like run the jewels and mm-hmm. uh, we've always loved muse uh Foo fighters we've always loved as well yeah it's kind of like a mixture of, of stuff yeah i'm honestly terrible at remembering mm-hmm. things that i like it's particularly music like i won't even remember like the song or the art is really bad and i don't know why but he remembers it all right yeah. So, yeah i think one of my favorite artists has been for a while is duckworth mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's cool. really cool i like that guy a lot and and I was gonna, you know, what I like really like Skrillex, yeah, and everyone else who's doing that kind of thing too, right? Uh, yeah, like the trap and Elenium yeah. is really cool, and Noisier are mm-hmm. awesome as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all just like EDM stuff, and they just are crazy with noises. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, yeah. And, and so many elements of that too can be mesh with other genres yeah i remember you mentioned skrillex i remember when they did that song with corn mm-hmm. oh, when was that 2011 i want to say a long time ago but it was like the perfect marriage of like those two styles yeah because mm-hmm. you had that like 
new metal, like post grunge thing almost going on. But then you had this like dubstep like, mm. drop coming in and it was so intense. I, I always called that song. I think it was get up corn on steroids <laughs> corn on steroids because it was like everything like it was everything you would love about corn but like turned up even further yeah. with skrillex's influence you know mm. yeah it's, and that that's the amazing thing is i think as music has gone on like you've seen this marriage of styles like because because who wants to create the same thing over and over again it's all about experimenting and pushing those limits. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> everybody everybody secretly no, everybody wants to do that but yeah continue please <laughs> I was just I'm making sorry. a joke. Well, the, the, well, like I feel like the artists who endure are the ones who do push themselves, and they yeah. don't they don't go back and just try to create, you know, big hit single version 2.0. You know, they try to push the envelope, and over time they build this following that resonates with them over any particular sound. Mm. And what I find so interesting about your artist project is the way you're able to marry all these things, all these different sounds, the visual component to it, and you know, really, I think stand out and have a unique place, certainly in this Nashville marketplace right now, you know, where I don't think there's anybody else doing quite what you're doing as far as like bringing all these different elements together and really making them your own. And that's what mm. I'm really excited about. Oh, thank oh, you. Cool. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. Awesome. But it wasn't an easy road to get here now, was it? No. 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 <laughs> no. <Like going> there. <laughs> now you came from Australia. Yeah. To the United States in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. And mm. so, I mean, we've talked about this experience, you know, amongst ourselves, but like, obviously, you know, the challenges of being anywhere during COVID, especially as an artist are what they are, but to move countries, to move somewhere where you don't know anybody, you know, where you don't have anything established and you have to go try to establish it in the middle of a pandemic mm -hmm. coming from somewhere else. Take us through that journey. Take mm. us through that journey and what you experienced and how you overcame those challenges over time. There's, there's a lot of crying and frustration, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> and like trying to work your way around the websites of like, are we allowed to do this mm -hmm. or what? Like, what are the, what are the rules? Like how that, first of all, how do we get out of our country? Right. They closed the borders. We figured that out. Yeah. Not like in a cheat the system way, but we figured out that there were like, you were allowed. Um, yeah. There were things that you were allowed to do. They had like, special like reasons for things so we like right. they called them like exemptions or something yeah we yeah. had to get like our government to like approve us leaving and we had to show certain things of like we were going to be going for more than three months and mm -hmm. like we were going for xyz reasons and then um we had to sign a form that said like if we get stuck somewhere it's not our government's fault and we were like yeah they okay. won't come get us <laughs> yeah so we if like suddenly it, America was anything so quickly. like a hotspot or something and yeah. Australia were like, no one from America can come in and there's like yeah. Australians, you know, mm -hmm. that can come mm -hmm. home. They wouldn't let you. And yeah. Yeah. They're so like we're basically saying that's fine. Anything. Yeah. A lot of countries wouldn't let us in <laughs> because of, yeah. especially the, the spread, I think in middle America, the South, you know, where it was really a mm. lot more unchecked. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like no one really wants to talk about COVID at all and right. the impact I feel like now because everything's a little bit more lenient. We're mm. all just kind of like, okay, let's go on. Like nothing happened kind yeah. of mentality. It's a bit like worrying, but... It's amazing how like normal everything is again. Mm -hmm. You know, all that like it does in a lot of ways. Like you go down to Broadway on a weekend <laughs> and right. it's like, not that Broadway was ever really that locked down to begin with because it wasn't, but like 
it's especially now like nothing ever happened like you know you take for granted i think you know being in a room with so many people even and Mm -hmm. like you almost forget sometimes i know i do like three years ago just about like this wasn't possible this was frowned upon like if people Mm -hmm. found out you were doing this you were getting blasted online like all this stuff and it's really it's amazing like that all of that happened, but now that it just feels like a fever dream. Like yeah. It didn't, you know, like, yeah, it's mind blowing. Uh, my question though is like, so what made, what made that the time that you decided to leave Australia and come here? Because obviously not the easiest, no matter what, I mean, you're moving across the world, you know, and it's going to be an adjustment, but why, why did you decide on during the pandemic? It's kind of funny. It wasn't necessarily something we decided. It was mm. kind of like, Apparently, it was the easiest time for us to get here because we yeah. tried at least a couple of trips to come here before, mm-hmm. like since uh, twenty seventeen. Yeah, even and yeah. We, we tried to like organize stuff, and then nothing came. Th- nothing was like coming through for us. And apparently, apparently, God said COVID's the time. Yeah, that's right. How it worked, and it was crazy. It was right. like. It was kind of funny. We laughed about it the entire time of just like apparently this is the best time for us yeah. to. And, do this thing and yeah i'm not sure why but i think maybe also part of the reason was it's like australia was like so, so shut down yeah. as well where at that time you weren't really sure what it was gonna look like right. in the future because everyone yeah. was so like day by day sort of mentality right yeah and yeah, waiting we for the vaccine still... to kind of calm and yeah. then even once the saving vaccine came like mm-hmm. what was it really going to look like after that right. and the confusion as well of like you would see how other parts of the world were still open and people were still out doing you know just normal things like going yeah. shopping without getting you know going through checkpoints yeah um mm-hmm. <laughs> like and then you're kind of in a city where you're somewhat locked down but not as harsh as other places where right. they like couldn't leave their apartment mm-hmm. yeah right um and they've got signs saying someone drop off food like yeah. we're running out of food right um i think it was just a very confusing time that no one could really put the their finger on what's it really going to look like nobody and, knew what to do yeah everybody mm. was just trying things to see if they worked i think mm. and i think part of the reason why we always wanted to come here is like even if it is shut down, you still got stuff <laughs> to yeah. do. Yeah, Whereas we Australia, like-, like the two big states that are, you know, the forefront of music were kind of shut down. Right. So it had it's the like, harshest. Mm-hmm. it had the harshest. So you were just sort of left to, are we just an online band now? Like, right. do we just do online content? But yeah. we like the live feel. We like having, you know, people you can look at, you know, mm. where. You know, every I think every artist is sort of different. Some artists like they thrive in just the content world, and yeah, um, I feel like we're a little hybrid. But you do enjoy like the more the live experience, interacting um, with people, yeah, in real time, having mm-hmm. that energy in the room. You know, we did a lot yeah. of live streams in here, you know, during the pandemic, and like it was cool, and we were glad we got to do it. The artists were grateful for it, but like there was always that something missing. Mm-hmm. And it's like when you're reading a comment box, it's not the same as having that interaction yeah. right in front of you, talking to people after the set at the merch table, like being able to interact in real time, mm-hmm. you know? And I remember there was, there were so many people thinking like, are things ever going to go back to normal? Are we ever going to get live music back? We, it might never happen. 
Yo, like I always kind of knew that it would come back, but like none of us knew what it was going to take, how many yeah. years it was going to be. If anything it, was going to be open because they will go broke. Yeah, <laughs> like, like if the venues were going to exist, yeah. like if there was going to be anywhere for it to happen, you know, and what that was going to look like, even like how soon people would be willing to go out and support it, right? Because like we mm. saw in 2021, even when things really started opening back up, you know, people especially with that spike toward the end of the year, the COVID spike, like people got really hesitant to go out again. Yeah. You know, and it's just one of those things now that I think we're just living with, you know, it's, it has its seasonal spikes now, like in the winter, you know, we're hearing a lot now about COVID going around. RSV is a thing, you know, the flu of course has been around Mm -hmm. forever, you know? So it's one of those things that I guess we have to live with and, you know, kind of move forward knowing that it's always there, Mm -hmm. you know, different strains of it and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to get a little more inside on the adjustment period after you got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So you come over, you know, and again, middle of the pandemic, we're going through all these things we're talking about. What was that like for you personally to be in a new place and to have to really know nobody except each other, you know, to, mm-hmm. to start and have to find your way through? Yeah. It felt like constantly walking through mud Mm -hmm. (laughs) but also it was exciting (laughs) like so it was and it was like really different to how we had been living so in australia you'd always have to wear a mask you're being like constantly reminded about covid like Mm -hmm. every venue would be like wear a mask or we would have to like qr code Mm -hmm. like it wasn't mandatory but most people would um and so then coming here it was just like no masks no signs everything felt very different and Mm -hmm. it it was just kind of then kind of learning the differences in our cultures even Mm -hmm. though we're both like english speaking we all got like fast food like we were just very western yeah but just learning sort of the the small differences um which we're still learning which we're still learning of course um (laughs) and i think it was just more so like you know no there's a reason why we're here so we're just gonna stay on that and try and block out everything else the best that we can yeah um but yeah it's just kind of like we kind of came in with that excitement and it probably lasted like three weeks Mm, and then it just felt like it was just like now you're getting uppercuts to the face for Uh like the next five months right um so that was like really hard and it was like very testing on i guess like our relationship as well mm-hmm. um and just kind of being put on like this giant holding pattern right because right. <laughs> there's really nothing you can do it mm-hmm. um, yeah because the visa we came on we weren't allowed to make any income and then when we were transitioning into the next visa in that transition period you still like you can't be making any income so you're there like we mm-hmm. can't do anything that's seen to be making income yeah. either so it's like can't even put a song on spotify it doesn't right. matter that you make pennies right it's like it's still seen as income so it's like yeah. you just can't do it you yeah. can't play shows yeah you can come here and spend all the money you want you can oh, spend yeah. all the money yeah. you want mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah it's it's very strange uh but just don't make any <laughs> yeah how dare you make so that cents. was like <laughs> that was really hard because yeah, we also hard. yeah like we we planned for a certain amount of time to be able to cover it yeah and then it just got caught up in the system like almost double the time Mm -hmm. that we prepared for and we were just like oh crap okay yeah and during that time period too it wasn't really an option to go back because it was like 
too much was invested here, mm-hmm. but also the borders were still shut. So right. it would have just yeah. been like a whole thing. And we yeah. didn't know when they were going to open again. I think they opened like early last year. It wasn't that yeah. long ago. It wasn't was a- one of the last countries. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think it was like right after christmas of 2021 and i don't think any of us like even um our immigration lawyer like anticipated that that process was gonna take right as long as it did um so yeah it was just like one of those you live you learn Mm -hmm. um and all the lessons that kind of come in with that is like you kind of do learn that you are a lot more resilient than Mm -hmm. you think and um yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's well, just kind of like... Well, it, ju- it shows you what you can and are capable of pushing through. Yeah. You know, yeah. because when you're faced with that, when you're faced with the situation, you know, like the one you encountered, you know, coming here and then being here for a while with the whole visa, all the delays associated with that, you know, it shows you what you can get through. So the next time, because adversity is always going to come, right? Mm-hmm. There's always going to be something down the road that's going to test you. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you're already battle tested. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know what you can get through. You know you've been through. You know, hopefully the worst. You know, uh, you know. I hope that for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's so you're able to use that knowledge. You know, and of of what you bring to the table in those kind of situations. Mm-hmm. You know, and in that sense, you know, I find that to be empowering. You know, when I've gone through a long, rough period, it's like okay, like. I got through that and now it's time to it's time to move on this yeah. stuff and mm-hmm. nothing's gonna stop me, you know. Mm-hmm. It does really fortify you and what you're here to do and all the you know, all all the it really brings out all the traits in you that are gonna help you get to the next level. Mm. You yeah, know? you learn like a lot about yeah. how you sort of handle stress and mm-hmm situations where you know you have like no control in anything literally only yourself mm-hmm. which you hear all the time and it sounds nice it could be a ni- nice on a t-shirt like i can only control me mm-hmm. um <laughs> can you though? like a new like hashtag motto for my year control me i can Ooh. only control me like it sounds nice but then it's like yeah you get put through a situation where you're not controlling anything mm-hmm. like literally your life is in the control of other people's mm-hmm. opinions and um it kind of it does yeah bring out your ugliness but mm-hmm. also i think it also brings out the best parts of you that maybe you didn't even know you even had yeah yeah um, but you got to go through the ugl- ugliness yeah. to even know that those parts yeah. are there yeah you mm-hmm. really got like you've got to do the uncomfortable digging you really do to grow and you know yeah, just being comfortable in the uncomfortable, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Taking any kind of leap is going to bring that out in you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I even think now, like 2023 me is taking things on that 2021 me would have hyperventilated in the corner over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's But it's because of the battles of 21 and 22 that I'm ready for 23. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, again, it's just one of those things that as you go on the journey, you understand what you can withstand better. Mm-hmm. And helps direct that compass Mm. it's like a there's not much you could change about the situation but there are like how would i handle something differently to how i previously did yeah so you do do a lot of like reflection being like "Hmm, maybe not sitting and dwelling in how bad everything is Mm -hmm. is was actually helping me so maybe next time you know what would i do differently right because you know i can make it out yeah (laughs) at the end of the day yeah Um, yeah but yeah, it was very hard, very mm-hmm. tough, but 
it's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and you I just mean, have to like stick with it. <laughs> yeah. Since then, you've been playing out. You just had a show at the Cobra a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. uh, with Anastasia Elliott, who's a good friend of UMC, a tremendous artist. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. Almost a sold out crowd over there. Yeah, you know? it was awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's kind of the world has opened up. You've been able to do that. Release music. Yeah. Got a new single coming out that already came out. Yes. Uh, as of release date here. Yes. Yeah. As of record date, it's coming out this Friday. Second but song out. we've released. Yeah. Yep. Our second, in a while. Our second release in a very long time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was like as soon as our visa was approved, it was pretty much like, all right, when do you want to release? And like mm -hmm. we did have a lot of time to sort of think about it. But then, you know, you get caught up in everything and i think we just decided you know what every month like let's just do it because yeah. you know we haven't um been able to and i think our first show here was like december was it december, it was december 10th, 10th yeah. um and we played at the end and right. that was like our first show back since the end of 2019 mm -hmm. and, and the first one in the u.s and yeah. we were like like live show people like mm -hmm. from the beginning of our career for when we were young to like 2019 it was just like regularly playing shows mm -hmm. um so it was just kind of like nice to be like oh, okay you could still yeah oh well, we can still do this <laughs> still do cool. it but it was just Great. um yeah it was just like a really a really nice feeling to being like okay cool yeah and we'd like improved too which was <laughs> nice yeah. that yeah. was nice to like look back on yeah well, one thing is, you, I mean, you certainly had a lot of time to hone your craft. Yeah. You know, while you were waiting on the visa and everything, mm -hmm. like one thing that came out of that period. And I mean, I I know because I saw you guys in Studio B right over there a yeah. lot, just like practicing yeah. and just like putting content together and just like working on the songs, you know. Mm -hmm. So how did that help you tighten everything up to now? You know, you're going out in the world and you're able to give that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that better live show. A more dynamic experience yeah i guess it was just like we kind of had to do that yeah. otherwise we would have been sitting in our apartment mm -hmm. uh eating too much pasta mm -hmm. like, <laughs> and drinking too much coffee <laughs> yeah like so it was kind of like we i guess we had to but yeah we had the time to be able to really like as we were just talking about like of going deep to mm -hmm. find the ugliness in you to do the inner work is like, yeah, okay, we are doing that with like, we're doing that in our personal lives and we're doing that like within our like band and our songwriting as well. Um, Cause we just had the time to do it yeah. and yeah, it was very fruitful. Yeah. Like just also like Nashville, like it's, it's music city. And I say that like this because people like to scoff when they hear music city. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love it. But like, um, <laughs> it is like a, songwriting town obviously so like you'd learn a lot just from people like just the connections that oh, we've yeah. made in like friendships and even just here at home like um very beneficial like feedback and just like everyone is pretty open to like helping mm -hmm. and just giving ideas and we're open to hearing them too which is like a nice little uh marriage mm -hmm. but yeah we just had the time to do it and it just paid off yeah at least yeah yeah and that is i mean that is the beautiful thing about nashville I've noticed since the beginning is like people are willing to help you yeah. on the way. If you're doing good work for the right reasons, like 
you're going to run into people like attracts like, and you're going to run into people doing the same thing and you're going to be able to elevate each other. Yeah. That was like a weird, like culture shock for us. Mm. Cause people were like, Oh, you know, like anything you need, if you need gear, if you need to borrow this or yeah. that, like yeah. just, and we would get us be like, what just do you hit want? Us up, but we're like, yeah, but like, then what, like, what do we owe? <laughs> What's the deal? What's the catch? And then it's like, it's no catch. Just you need it. Right. Like people would wave from, at you from across the street and say hi. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is this place? Like, <laughs> Australia would just like see you coming and we're just like, yep. just like eyes down. Just like, just I down. don't notice you. Similar to New York uh, <laughs> in that regard. Because I remember I, I used to work in New York and I was actually looking through my Facebook memories the other day and there was a status that came up like you could tell who the person is who's not from New York because they're <laughs> the person trying to make conversation with people <laughs> on the train. Everyone else is like, People were so salty on that commute. Like they were just like not making eye contact. If you were standing too close to them on this packed sardine can of a subway car, like they're getting mad at you. It's like, where do you want me to go? This is literally this space. Like, yeah, you're right on the roof. Surf, (laughs) surf through the subway system. Like, yeah, it's and then yeah, you move here because I'm from the Northeast, you Mm -hmm. know, and I'm used to that. Like, you know, everyone's kind of on their guard, you know, especially New York after 9/11. You know, I was in high school for 9/11. And like after that, like it only increased, I think, you know, mm-hmm. the, the level to which everybody was on their guard. You come here and it's like, wow, your neighbors actually wave to you and like mm-hmm. we'll just start conversations while they're walking the dog. Like, yeah, people don't ask you for things back for the most part. Like, you know, I mean, people were just more giving, I think, yeah. more like collaborative and like a very pay it forward kind of mindset mm. and they move slower and talk slower have you noticed that yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's great yeah like, i feel like i've maybe you had to adjust to that a little mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think i'm talking slower We've you are but year. i mean like you did have to adjust to that sort of slower pace because you are very go go let's get it done yep yeah well, especially in conversations you like you don't want to interrupt people but because they talk slower so you just kind of like yeah. When can I come in? Because uh-huh. I'm not used to this like yeah. <laughs> speed of conversation. You wait for the pause, and then you think you have it, but then they keep talking. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I just sorry. You... I kind of loved it because I do talk like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, slow like, stop, pausing, stop, and, stop. and I'm like, oh, it's kind of like nice. It's like different from being My people. just in an Italian family, like that yeah. family, and you it's just eyes. like, yeah. As soon as I pause <laughs> to take a breath, it's like. Oh, okay. The rest of my conversation, it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. New conversation. <laughs> the new one started. Oh, he great. breathed. Cool. I want to <laughs> talk about this. He breathed. That's a break. <laughs> mm-hmm. now Not here. A, now it's my way in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I I find myself becoming, I think, more Southern the longer I live here. The mm-hmm. one way I noticed is when I first moved here, it was the end of November and I was working security at the Opry. We're outside a lot. And everyone else is complaining about how cold it is. I'm like, yo, it's only 45 degrees. This is nothing, you know, <laughs> being from up north. That's cold. But I go up there now. I go up north in the winter now, like I just in December. And I am dying. And mm. it's not even below freezing. Mm. But if I go up there in the summer, everyone's complaining about how hot it is. I'm like, it's only 88. There's a breeze. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not even sweating right now. <laughs> and everyone else is like ready to pass out. I'm like, you should come to Nashville for a week. They're like, no, I won't do that in August. It's like, well. Just can't take the heat. But like when I first moved here, like I was like what people thought was cold. I'm like, y'all are soft. Like what's going on now? But now I go (laughs) home and I get it Mm -hmm. because like I'm used to these winters where today we're recording. It's almost 70 degrees outside in January, which is warm for this time of year anyway in in Nashville even. But it's Uh like, you know, you go from this climate (laughs) up north and it's like 
a totally yeah, I can't imagine weather. living somewhere where it's just cold and snowing all yeah. the time. Oh yeah, longer yeah. than two days. Yeah. Snowing for longer than three <laughs> like, days. I don't know why. Like move, mm-hmm. move yeah. somewhere else. Live somewhere else. Why am I living? Maybe they like it. I don't know how you could like that. I don't understand. Maybe they do. I have a theory that nobody actually likes winter. That's what I'm like. No, people say they do to be contrarian. People say they do to be contrarian. (laughs) Nobody likes winter. You're cold. You're sick (laughs) all the time. It gets dark at like two o'clock in the afternoon. He's from there, and he says it. I believe him. Right. I've watched Frozen. They didn't like the winter being Mm. there. No one likes the snow. I don't care who you are. And if you're Santa Claus yourself, you don't like this. <laughs> Why do you think he comes to Australia in Christmas and it's summer? He's like, that's yeah. his favorite Oh, that's, part. that's something I really actually love um, about living here is Santa Claus makes sense now. Because mm-hmm. in Australia, oh, yeah. they don't change like his outfit. So he's like in all like mm-hmm. rugged up. And yeah. we have like really hot um, Christmases, Christmases yeah. right? So it's like mm-hmm. your 4th of July. That's how we yeah. celebrate our Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, so it was just always so funny to me. Like, why did they never put him in like shorts and, you know, flip flops and Hawaiian shirt? And why is he not (laughs) holding like a barbecue, like like the tongs, tongs, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Right. They never changed, but maybe they're not allowed or something. And the Christmas songs about snowing made a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I will say though, watching the snow for the first time, like that was really pretty. I like, I, I understood it. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, I get it. It's nice to watch, but then you just kind of hope it goes away. Mm. Like, that's what I like about living here, because if it snows, it's gone in a day or two. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. For the most part. But somebody mentioned Frozen. You know that lyric and let it go. The cold never bothered me anyway. So that's the best we can hope for for the cold, <laughs> is that we just tolerate it. It doesn't bother us. Mm. Nobody's at, like, you never cancel it's... anything because it's too sunny outside. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, Yeah, I, that's true. Yeah. I mean, in Australia, sometimes, because it's like, if it's too, too hot. sunny and too hot, they're like, yeah, this... Yeah, I wouldn't catch, go outside. This farm might catch fire, so we can't do our show here. No yeah. one, no one light up their barbecues. Yeah, yeah, and we get offended. That's, yeah, we hate <laughs> hearing that. Don't tell us to put our barbecues away. What? Oh no, you want us to put our That's barbecues disgraceful. away? This we're Australian. To say what? <laughs> That's so un-Australian to tell us to pack up the barbie. That's crazy. there's one thing Australians love is public holidays and barbecues and summer. Actually, that's probably why we're not used to the cold. Is because I think Australians. Um, act like they don't know what winter is like it's just summer all the so time so it doesn't snow there it doesn't it's snow like up in up. up in the mountains you can go skiing and stuff and mm-hmm. they're like literally ski resorts so it's like i don't know if anyone lives up there but right. in all the cities it doesn't get that cold yeah. to snow but we just act like it's summer all the time yeah like there would be a guy it would be like raining lightning thunder middle floods. of winter floods uh-huh. and he'll be in like a singlet and shorts yeah and flip-flops yeah like just yeah. going to the grocery store actually there's a video every time i think it's, it's so funny a bunch of times when there'd be like <laughs> floods in australia and some guy yeah. is just like on a boogie board and he's just like floating through on the floods in his in his boardies. And he's there with a <laughs> every beer. time. And he's on the news. He's like, yeah, it's flooding. <laughs> <laughs> Happens I'm every chilling. year. <laughs> I don't know. Australia is a wild. I, the, the 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 wildlife is wild too, like nowhere else. Yes. On mm-hmm. We get asked about the spiders constantly, and yeah. I actually want to ask you: Was there like a show you grew up watching about Australia? No. Okay. Who told you the spiders? Were yeah. Where where the spider thing come from? I don't know. I mean, it's true, but, but who like, told you? They're not all like, you know, No, the we size have of... to keep it up. It's true. I know, <laughs> I know there's bats the size of people. Bats the size of people? Yeah, they're yeah. like these huge bats and did, um, it looks like Batman. Did did the drop bear thing get over here? Did you guys hear about drop, drop bear? bears? No. Yeah, they're just bears that they just like, like koalas. 
Oh they, yeah, they, they just drop in, from the sky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, mm-hmm. they sit in the tree branches <laughs> and Stop. they'll just fall. They'll just fall on people. Mm. They've killed dozens and dozens and dozens, <laughs> hundreds of thousands and dozens of people, billions. And it's crazy. <laughs> That's actually what you have to be more careful of than big spiders is the drop bears. I've heard koalas are actually mean, though. Like, they can be, yeah. They Their growl be is rowdy. actually, everyone Google koala growl because you won't believe that this comes out we of a koala. We actually have one. We, we went hiking one, one time. Well, we like have one in the trail. end of one of our songs. I don't know if we're going to put it out. Uh, but A koala growl. Yeah, it's yeah they're, really they're frightening. Scary. They sound like so demonic. But we were walking our dogs. There was like this nice trail we used to mm. go to. And we heard it. And he starts running, and then I'm like, I don't want to be by myself. I was terrified. So I'm running, and he's like, what was that? What was that? I'm like, I think it was a koala. And he's like, oh. I'm like, were you I'm... scared? <laughs> yes, because I just heard this. Like, he was trying to play really... He's trying to be I cool was... now, but no, no, no. you were scared. I was terrified. <laughs> I nearly wet my pants. Yeah. They sound like terrifying if you didn't know like what demons, it was. Like... Yeah, it's just yeah. really, it, you wouldn't picture it coming out of a koala bear. And it made me think of like when, you know, people back in the day would go out kind of like looking at new land, you know, they're not, haven't been there before. They're just kind of checking it out and hearing yeah. that they would not picture a koala doing that. Yeah. I could just yeah. only imagine. Kangaroos are even pretty scary. Oh yeah. I would not want to get, I would not want to come across. We used to kangaroo. like run into them a lot when we would walk they're out okay. dogs you just leave them alone. same trail. Yeah. Like I'm afraid and of deer. I don't want to. <laughs> like, yeah, right. If a deer well, crosses my path, I'm like, oh God, this is the end. Yeah. I don't want to imagine running into a kangaroo. Yeah, you see them, you're like, stay. Mm-hmm. Wait till I drive past I need you. to be honest. I lied about the drop bears thing. It's not a real thing. Oh. Yeah. Is, Maybe I gave it away when I said billions of people have died. Yeah. yeah. It, it's. I felt Hundreds bad. of thousands of I really of wanted to, stick to <laughs> I really wanted to stick to the bit about that because that, well, that, that is a thing to like tell foreigners about, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it to you. Yeah. I felt bad for lying to you. Well, I appreciate I appreciate your eventual honesty. Yeah. yeah. I do have a question, though. What is a platypus and where did it come from? <laughs> because, like, I don't understand. Platypus is a marsupial. Yeah, but, like, Mammal. how did it happen? Mammal? Mussupial? With the duck bill? I don't even know. I don't know. The... I think God wanted a big, long, hairy duck with a big bill. Mm-hmm. And, and it like, looks a little bit like a pancake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also a little bit of a beaver. Like, Yeah, they're really it's cute, It's a beaver actually. with a big duck's bill. I remember yeah, seeing one as a kid know and I got I so know. excited. All I know is it's on our 20 cent piece. Mm-hmm. That's how, as much as I know about the platypus. And um, I'm pretty sure we're the only country on earth that can kill the animals that are on the emblem. We eat them. You eat platypi? No. Oh. The animals on our like, national I mean, I haven't, but I'm like sure a, there's people that have. <laughs> I'm sure people eat Savages. Them. <laughs> but on our like national emblem is like a koala and an emu because those two animals can't take <clears throat> steps backward. They can only move mm-hmm. forward. Right. Oh, we so eat them. He was listening in school. We like eat that. those animals. I think yeah. we're the only country in the I've world. I've accidentally run over an emu. Oh, no. Yeah. Run over one? Those things are big, aren't they? Yeah, but it literally sounded like hitting a balloon. Like, I was so scared it, that it was going to, like, just flip I the car. Love, I just imagine <laughs> all the feathers going everywhere. I, um, His neck. I love it's that really bad, but so much. Well, I loved it. I was crying, emu. but <laughs> when I think about it now, I'm like, it literally sounded like when, you, when you're, like, hitting a balloon back and forth, it just was like... That wasn't the kick and in, then, in the song we were listening to. <laughs> oh no! And then its neck just hit the side window, and <sighs> and it yeah, was a I cried. Emu. Like we were driving back from a show. <laughs> stupid. It was a stupid emu. We were driving. It was back so majestic till it wasn't. And there was one that like was crossing like the highway, and, and we I was saw driving one, fast. And she was like, "Oh crap, that's an emu." 
and she let it go. And then there was like, oh crap, there's a second one. And he's like going and then he hesitates, but then he like missed his friend, I guess. So he comes back and then we hit him with our car and he's- yeah, He just made it though. Butt, like His butt hit like the, the side of yeah. the car kind of, and then his head swung around. Oh. Hit his like yeah, passenger hit the window. passenger window, and we got Kanye West and Jay Z blaring, and we're just there like. Let's just move on from this, right? We're and like, like I've never, I've never like driven in anything like that before, so no. I was just like, okay, I can't slam the brake. I'm like, what do I do? I'm like, I'm just gonna hold the steering wheel and hope <laughs> this car doesn't silence. flip. Except and it was Kanye. literally, I like literally like brace like this, and then we eventually <laughs> stopped. Like, Except are for Kanye. You okay, and we just got Kanye and Jay Z blaring, and we just, <laughs> dude, that was. So fun. now we never play That's that song. That's what made it funny was yeah. the soundtrack, but like it was actually really sad. And then yeah. like I'm like I have to pull over and inspect the car, but I was kind of fearful that its friend was going to be mad. Like, it was just going to be like charging down the street. I was terrified. I got out and I looked at it. It wasn't that much damage. No. Um. But Actually, yeah. a lot less than... And apparently, they're, like, the be. hardest to hit, and I hit one. Like, kangaroos are always getting hit. Yeah, watch like, out, yeah. emus. We went to the Nashville Zoo, and we saw them, and I was like, oh, they know you're here. Wait, they were there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see them. Oh, they, they're terrifying. They knew you were there. They saw you. They knew you were there. <laughs> you killed our brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to pay. Got Jerry. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. I don't know. But but yeah, I I mean, just back to the platypus thing. I've racked my brain for years about like what, <laughs> are they, what they evolved from, and I've I've just landed on they're aliens. Right. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Like to That's some people, fair. we don't exist. So I've heard that conspiracy theory. I actually. love it. I want to meet them. As a matter it's of truth. fact, and agree it's with not them. A conspiracy theory. It's truth. Yeah, yeah it's real. I, I honestly like my dream is to just stumble across a group of them mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "What are you guys talking about?" And they're like, "Australians don't exist." I'm oh, like, wow. "Yeah, I totally agree with you." Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah, just mess with them. It's a cool accent. Where'd you get that, Australia? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I made it up. <laughs> I uh, my uh, our friend, our good friend of the show, uh, Colin from Foxtrot and the Get Down. He hosts on the guest list, and we were engineering an episode for them here and they brought up like what's your favorite conspiracy theory and that was his i think it was that episode it might have been another oh, one but like, that australia it. doesn't exist yeah it's really whack yeah. i don't know it's amazing the things we believe thanks for the crisis whoever <laughs> thought that up like just the internal crisis mm. do i exist now am i even uh, or am i paid by nasa what if this is I'm all simulation after. probably it could be don't do that to me <laughs> <laughs> the rabbit hole <laughs> dude dude that's our transition music here where'd that emu come from sounds funny so godless the next the the single that's out now it is out that has been out a week it's out now as of release date you know recording before the release but releasing this after the release so it's out now what is time tell us a little tell us a little bit about it well it's from a collection of songs that we Started and I guess finished right before we moved here. So in the actually, we were still mixing them when we just got here. Yeah, that's true. So for about the last, I think maybe nine months before we got here, we'd started working on uh, like five songs with our friends. They they just bought a studio that we were already working in, and they took ownership of it. And this guy, our good friend Max, um, he was like. 
he listened to a bunch of our stuff and then he opened a session and he was just like, all right, I think I know what like you guys actually want to do. Mm. So like, let's like work on some stuff. If you guys are keen to work with me and like, let's make this record that you're actually wanting to make. You kind of just need to be, we pretty much needed to be given permission to do certain things that we wanted to do. But we just <laughs> foolishly thought we weren't allowed to because like, were a rock band mm -hmm. and it was so funny just being like just take just do the thing you want to do and like fully commit to it mm -hmm. too there's like be yeah. intentional with everything and it was very like um it was a really good process of like recording i think one of the most fun times mm. i've had working with a producer because like we actually have this group of songs that we're like actually happy with Mm -hmm. I don't know. We've worked with some things before and just you get back the master and you're like, it's kind of like, you I like the demo better. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, you still like, have I ideas. I like demo better, but this was like one of those times where we were just like, oh, awesome. Like, yeah, like you feel, okay, we've done what we're thinking. You know, it's like one thing to like think of what you're wanting to create to then actually like do it. Mm -hmm. And that's why like Max was really good because yeah. I think – when he opened one of our sessions and he saw he saw how the, chaotic it how was. chaotic it was yeah. and he's like i think i'm can see what you're trying to do and i think he said it, um he wanted to like marie condo our sound mm -hmm. which <laughs> which you know that, uh, that there was a netflix show where this lady would go to people's go houses to people's and basically houses like tidy it was called tidy, tidy up with marie condo he'll make I them think. throw out stuff and teach them how to fold things oh, okay, and like yeah. america yeah. went crazy for it mm -hmm. Um, I think it I went still crazy for it. It was awesome. Show. I don't think I watched an episode, but I knew what he was talking about. I found it hilarious. I don't know if I watched that one, but I've watched shows like it. Yeah, yeah. Um. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he did, and most of it was like, oh yeah, that's what we were trying to do. And I'm like, well, that's when you're working with a good producer because <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they want. I spent a lot of time listening to our dumb. Uh, brains blurt out our rubbish out of our mouths. Like, <laughs> I'm getting to know you as people, and I think you want to make this, and you're still making that for some reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's like, you guys need to lean into the hip hop, and we were like, okay, let's do. Thank it. you for telling us that mm -hmm. we're allowed mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. So yeah, Godless <laughs> is sort of like a good transition of um, stuff that we've put out, and what we're kind of like venturing into now, which is yeah. probably the stuff you've more heard mm -hmm. now, yeah. like mainly like the demos or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, we felt it was like a really good sort of transition song because there's still yeah. like elements in there where um, mainly the the thing we did the most was kind of the instruments that we play live. We sort of tamed more in the recording um, and sampled a lot more. But there's still like that rawness to it. There's still yeah. like that kind of yeah. raw edge to it mm -hmm. in purposeful places right where the like the song kind of calls for that yeah so the live drums will kick in where it's like called for yeah because we always feel like the listening experience and the live experience are like two different mm -hmm. experiences yeah, totally. and yeah. every artist is different some artists want they want to play exactly the way mm -hmm. it is on the record yeah. and like that's totally fine and um but we've always wanted to have the two sort of listening mm -hmm. to the live experience um so yeah, I don't think I would have a lot of fun if we tried to do exactly like the recording. Now you like play choruses and that's about it, yeah. right? Yeah. What I do, I just like maybe <laughs> sip a cup of tea, <laughs> read a book, read a book, and I was like, oh, he screams, that's my cue now. <laughs> Can you imagine that? That'd be so funny. 
<laughs> just like rolling that's up. Funny. That's funny. That's part of the whole. That's part of the whole shtick. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like that's kind of funny because I'm pretty background. much playing guitar and choruses now for live. Yeah, but you're also singing yeah, and like doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, but right. that's true. But yeah, it was like, um, yeah, it was a fun experience. And they were actually renovating the studio too. And what we actually just made the connection with is like everyone that worked on it was all going through transition. Mm. So like they were transitioning into a new life in Australia. Yes, running they a studio, from the States. Wow. Renovating they, they were it. fleeing COVID from yeah. the States, coming to Australia. We were fleeing back into COVID mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> um, and then we were like transitioning out to America and basically like packing up our lives at the same time. Like, yeah. We were going through visa stuff like mm-hmm. um, as we were recording, mm-hmm. working around. Like we can use this room now because it's not demolished and mm-hmm. it's patched yeah. in. And it was kind of fun. So... Yeah, we just kind of made that connection the other day as we were yeah. like, oh, everyone was going through. And then our sound was going through like a transition yeah. too. Yeah. Um, it's not a major one, actually. It's like a like kind it's of just, It's more now. intentional, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Bring, is... bring out the best elements of yourselves and bring those. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure. So the live show, the next one. <laughs> Is... Sorry for that awkward pause, everybody. It's, it's okay. No, that was, was amazing. That was needs nice. to be like documented. Like three Italians yeah. had nothing to say. <laughs> three Italians had nothing for like half a second. Well, well, I was just trying to practice the you know the slower speech pattern that we were talking yeah. about before. Where it's just Ponder. like, okay, I'm going to pause. I'm going to make sure you're done, and then I'm going to ask the next question. <laughs> it was intentional. See that? See that? That's what we're going to have. Being intentional. Play. Yeah, being intentional. So the next show, February seventh, New Faces Night at the Basement. Yes, mm-hmm. we're pretty at sure. The OG Basement. Yep, the OG basement, which is always a fun time there. It's mm-hmm. like I've never been, so I'm really excited. I'm excited. It's a fun time. Like it looks, it, it looks like a basement. You know, like oh, great. It, it's got like that cool like dive bar basement sensibility. I think that's why it's called the basement. Uh, but it's like you can fit a lot of people in that room. It always sounds great. It looks great, and a lot of fun nights there. So mm-hmm. tell us about the fun night we're gonna have on February seventh. Okay, so we've been given like 20 minutes, so mm-hmm. it's not gonna be like a full set. So we've tried to sort of arrange if we could show Firebird in like four songs, right. um, like the whole experience, like what that would look like. And I think, I think I we've think done we, pretty good. I think it's basically just in good, your face, yeah. no room to breathe. And then we're done. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then at least people that. wanting more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. And then you can come to the next one. Yeah. And hopefully when we play it, we'll have a next one very close by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's basically yeah. all we're wanting to do now is release music and play shows. Yeah. Like we're just that's the plan for this year. A long time where we couldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. So it was just, nice actually. Ready. Yeah, we were saying the other day it was kind of nice seeing in our story- stories again. Like, oh, it's footage from a show, and oh, we have a song coming out. It's just like very little things that you kind of get used to, but uh-huh. you know, when, when you can't do it, you just sort of like, oh, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of nice to do yeah. it again. Be back to be back in the world, back doing what you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no better feeling. And we should also uh, let's let's just announce it now, June 9th as well. Yes, Cobra, you're joining one of our Nash Live lineups. Yes, it's gonna That's be a fun. Right. Thank O'Brien, you for having us, O'Brien, who's on the show before. Uh, all hip hop, like he's a very experimental artist as well. Awesome. Also, got the Mad Sugars uh, and Floater. Uh, so you have some pop punk energy on the on yes. this lineup as well. It's going to be a fun night at Cobra. June 9th, not June 8th. I was telling the whole lineup it was June 8th for like June a month. June 9th. But it's actually the 9th. But we've got other things coming up on the 8th of different months this year. But yes. In 2023. In 2023. That's, yeah. yes, we're in 2023. In the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> He's coming back this year? I, 
I guess. Oh, <laughs> could be anytime. All right. We better shape up. <laughs> cool. We better, we better shape up or ship out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but so much so much to come really excited really excited that you're back at it doing what you love if there's one thing one lesson you've learned in this whole process of you know building up firebird coming to america experiencing everything you have and now coming to this light at the end of the tunnel what would it be what would be the one lesson that you would share to artists going through their own challenges or trying to find their way I would say like have a good support system mm -hmm. um, not necessarily people that may not fully understand like what you're going through but just know you and love you more than what you do mm -hmm. um, and pray mm -hmm. a lot <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's probably the two things um, and get used to being uncomfortable yes but in a safe way yeah yeah calculated risk calculated uncomfort mm -hmm. um you'll be surprised at how much how resilient you can be mm -hmm. um and yeah you'll just be tested and tested and tested and kind of makes you think about well, what's the person i want to be mm -hmm. um character wise yeah and how consistent do I want that character to flow? Is it just in the music space or is it wherever I am? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I think find... that's something that kind of was made very, like, evident to me was, like, we care so much about Firebird, but it's, like, that's not necessarily who we are. Like, mm -hmm. it's something right. we do and something we enjoy expressing ourselves through mm -hmm. but it's like your personal relationships are like the most important thing mm -hmm. um in because they can love you back yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. music won't but love you back so it's important. just kind of like an expression yeah um so yeah it's definitely important um so yeah those three things is like good support system people who actually love you for you right not what you do um and pray and what was the other thing that was oh. three things you said it i guess Oh, and enjoy being, enjoy being in the space of uncomfort yeah. in a oh, safe, yeah. calculated way. Mm -hmm. um, Beautiful, powerful lessons, of mm -hmm. course. You know, and I think the support system thing is super important. You know, when I go back home, you know, it's like I get to go back and recharge with my support system. Mm -hmm. You know, up there, and it's like it does. It it fills your cup and it informs the journey forward. You remember what you're doing it for when you have that exchange of love of loving mm -hmm. energy in your life and so important for all of you out there because i think it's really easy for us to to like define ourselves by what we do i know i did for years you know like i still struggle with it sometimes of getting too mm. far in the weeds of that but like gotta remember it's just one component like you said yeah. like mm. it's just one component of what makes you 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 know it's not the whole thing it's not the no. whole story you know yeah like we all have to get to a point where, you know, we want to continue doing what we love for as long as possible, obviously. But like you want to get to a point where it could end tomorrow and you'd still be good. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you'd have no regrets about it. Mm. And it takes time. It takes a lot of self-discovery and a lot of that discomfort to get there. Yeah. So congratulations to you both on just taking so many leaps over the past few years, you know, and making those discoveries along the way. Mm. And so, uh, but we are coming up on time. Firebird joining us. This has been a fantastic episode. 
Uh, wish we had more time, of course, but you know, gotta. gotta we got the extra twenty three minutes at the start. We yeah, did. That's we true. That bonus. <laughs> That's true. We've got a lot of bonus content. If you want to hear us talk about the post office, let us know. <laughs> oh my gosh! As a matter of fact, I'm making that the poll on Spotify. Do you want to hear yeah. us rant about the post office? We need more opinions to yeah. make sure that we won. Yeah, it's not you know before you we donate. make a final decision. <laughs> you can donate to UMC if you want to hear those uh, post <laughs> yes. office conversations. There we go. Yes, yes, through our fiscal sponsorship through the Arts and Business <laughs> Council of Greater Nashville. We can provide you more content like our spirited pre-show rant do, do. about yeah. the post office do, do, do. Exactly. and more. Do, 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 do. Donate now at abcnashville.org slash donations UMC. I like the traveling do, do. music you yeah. yeah, That was yeah. great. That was great. <laughs> that was perfect for that live read I just did. Yeah. But yeah, seriously, go to go to abcnashville.org and uh, donate to us. Yes. Yeah. Where can people find you online? They can oh. find us on Instagram, which is fire.bird, and the eyes are wise. That makes sense when I say it to you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So the eyes are wise. I tried to say that at a show, and then I think I over-explained. <laughs> and I, by the time I got to the end, I think I heard someone be like, yeah, we got no, that it. Was a really, yeah, I think that was maybe the really drunk guy that talked to me after. He's yeah, like, we the got The eyes it. are wise. So it's F-Y-R-E-B-Y-R-D. It works. Like, though, oh, yeah. Cool. But yeah, and <laughs> I mean, all of our links are on that Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's like Linktree account. So, but we're on Instagram the most, and TikTok. Yeah, and yeah. Spotify. We're gonna have and... some merch uh, ready soon as well, which yes. we'll probably maybe not this week, to, but like, next week. Drop something for every release we drop as well. Some mm-hmm. kind of new apparel. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You can listen to our music on Spotify or on Apple Music or on Tidal if you use or YouTube. Tidal. On YouTube, on Spotify, if you ask us for a secret link of stuff we haven't released, you can... On SoundCloud. On SoundCloud, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, did I say Spotify? You did. They're in my brain. They're trying to take over my whole body. Spotify. They really want to take over artists. <laughs> we love them, though. Yes, of course. Yes, we do. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we were a top 5% most shared podcast across all Spotify. Oh, yay. amazing. So, uh, Hell we, yeah. We love Spotify. Don't cancel us, please. We love it. <laughs> uh, we, we love were, it here. We were joking on the first episode of the year, me and Scotty Rock, when we recorded up in New York, that this is the year we get canceled somehow. So, you know. Oh, well, you've had us on, so we've probably offended yeah. some. Yeah. Maybe the emu community. Yeah. Oh, boy. Once we release that post office rant, let me yeah. tell you. It's yeah. Over. And we it's did mention Kanye, so who knows? <laughs> oh, true. Ooh. You guys listen, listen to Kanye and Jay-Z. That story was from years ago. I don't know if we've played that song since. I don't know if we you just... heard our whole story. We've changed. Yeah. Depending we on who we're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get canceled, this has been the Quinn Spin. You know what? And Quinn I'm canceling all of us. <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> Just cutting into the outro. You know what? No. No, you're not getting that outro off. I'm canceled. getting us all canceled right now. We're canceled right now. <laughs> that was awesome. Cool. I'm so glad that happened. Okay, wait. Do it. I'll do it. Sorry. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, like this isn't sorry. just a trap to like. Get no, 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 no. We've already now. been canceled, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't cancel, cancel us. That's true. <laughs> this has been the Quinn Spin. Two ends and Quinn. Two ends and Spin. You can find us on. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm ruined. It's over. It's over. Is this the where end? Where do we Where do we find you on Spotify and everywhere else? Mm. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, YouTube, and more. I always wink when I say YouTube. It's kind of weird, but it's just the thing I do. <laughs> Also, learn more about us on Instagram at Official. Two ends in Quinn, two ends in spin. And Underground Music Collective, our central hub is your place. This, there's this train. Okay, I'm I was to... wondering. I've never heard that train before. It ever. is so loud out here. I don't know if y'all can hear that. Shush, but... Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know you're hauling freight, okay? 
Wait, we get it. We get it. You don't have to show off, Thomas. You don't have to show off. Going on Do you like- know what's on that train? Uh, it's just a big uh, <laughs> box of emus, and they're coming for Breeze. <laughs> and this is how we actually get canceled by the yeah. emus. <laughs> they're coming. It's a big box of emus and drop bears that we actually shipped over here. That's the how we get the- canceled is we're importing <laughs> like Australian wildlife. Mm, that are going to just Whoops. run in the room and just... Like, Oopsie doopsie. We're right. doing an Italian outro. Yeah, this is... This About six Italian outros outro. before the real outro. <laughs> This is the best outro in the history of the show. Yes. I just need to say. Like, Are we not canceled got, anymore? <laughs> at least we got all of the um, where do you find us yes. for both of us. Yeah. We yeah. got it. Well, I didn't, I was only about halfway through the spiel. I'm going to have to start it over. <laughs> all right, go. You, you finished it winking after YouTube. That's what yes. you yeah, But then there's the UMC stuff and the Nash Live stuff <laughs> and the Rebel 9 yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I mean, no, I'm 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 happy that happened. Uh, you just like copy and paste from another episode. <laughs> There's two different people sitting here. <laughs> this is incredible. Like, how much long? How long can we keep this going? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to push. Maybe too we far. can do that for next time. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, how far can we just talk? All right. Yeah. If we come back on this yeah. show, that could be another we'll poll. for like six hours. <laughs> well, we can end. Don't it at tempt the beginning, us. <laughs> and then we're fine. Yeah. Like if we do all of our outros at the beginning beginning of the episode, I think oh, we'll strategic have, like, a thinking. Good. Yeah. I like it. The only problem with that is the video is going to run chronologically, so like people will be able to tell if they watch. No, no, I just mean like we'll say our goodbyes at the beginning. Oh, and, we'll have <laughs> and then just do the episode. Yeah, just in case we go off the rails again. Thanks yeah. for like having us. We had a really great time. Thanks so much for having us. So yeah, uh, at the beginning. Anyway, <laughs> as I was saying earlier. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. We'll stop do talking. You, yeah, we'll be quiet. It's okay. It's okay. This has been the Quinn Spin, two ends in Quinn, two ends in Spin. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, YouTube, and more. Also on Instagram at Quinn Spin Official. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter too. We're still there, just not really as much because who is really these days? Also, undergroundmusiccollective.com is our central hub for all things independent music, creativity, emu invasions, and more. <laughs> UMC is on all the socials as well Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. YouTube, like I said, you can follow the UMC 20 playlist on Spotify, which has 20 fresh tracks every Tuesday, plus the latest episode of whatever this train wreck is from week to week. <laughs> As a bonus track, NashLive.Live. We've got, speaking of shows at Cobra, we've got a big one coming up. First one of the year, February 10th. That is a Friday. Chelsea Jet, Rhea Barker, and Arias, an all-female lineup of pop, soul, R&B, and more. $10 will get you in. That is, again, Friday, February 10th at 8 p.m. at the Cobra in Asheville. Revel 9's All I've Become, our closing themes, I'm not editing this, I'm not editing this, we're almost through it. Revel 9's All I've Become, our closing theme song, just like it's our opening theme song, it's going to take us out, just like it let us in. I'll see you next time. Hey now.